Hey, it's Glenn Beck. I'm back for the Friday podcast. You don't want to miss today's show. Uh, we've got a lot of great information, a lot of uh, updates on stories that we have covered even back in February now being confirmed. It shows real progress in the elimination of the deep state. Don't miss a second of today's show. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. I think Joe Biden uh, has said it best. And if I if I may, could we just let's get his uh, viewpoint on Hispanics? Because I I mean, he's a genius. What you all know, but most people don't know, unlike the Mm -hmm. African-American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community (laughs) with incredibly different attitudes about different things. Oh, unlike black people. So uh, unlike black people who are just lockstep and they think alike on everything. Uh, Wow. And that's not the first time with him either, because he just said, if you're not black, yeah. uh, I mean, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. You're not black. I mean, this guy, mm-hmm. if, does he know? Does he know like the king of all black people or he does? Does he? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I'd like the information that shows him uh, that uh, all black people just think alike. Yeah. That's can a, you imagine? Really interesting. Can you imagine if Donald Trump? If mm-hmm. I would have said that, I'd be mm-hmm. off the air today if I would have said that. that. I mean, that's incredibly racist. We should note, too, that uh, Joe Biden not only said that, but then reiterated it. Uh, he said it twice. So, I mean, it, was, it wasn't like a mistake. He misworded that's... it. He, he said the same thing two separate times. And then he tried to deny it mm-hmm. afterwards by saying, earlier today I made some comments about diversity in the African-American and Latino communities that I want to clarify. In no way did I mean to suggest the African-American community is a monolith. Well, not on... What do you say? Not by identity, <laughs> not on issues, not at all. Well, what do you mean? No, that's the opposite of what you said. That's what you said, yeah. <laughs> this guy is... I mean, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. And then, if I may, let me play what Cuomo has said about Donald Trump. Listen to this. We had assumed... The president was refusing to help us with testing because he was making a political calculation. But regrettably, we may have been wrong. Today, this Mm. president gave us reason to believe that his judgment may not just be bad. It may be impaired. Did you hear this? Those (laughs) are the rantings of someone shouting at the sky and hoping for spare change. (laughs) <laughs> what? what? Wow! Is wow! That okay, this is in response. Yeah, I'll get. Sucks. I'll, I'll get it. It's in response. Mm. In in response to something Donald Trump said yesterday. But did you hear what he just said? First of all, the first time CNN has admitted that they were wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> first we time hard enough on the that president. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we were wrong. This guy is the devil himself. <laughs> um, we just thought he was a spawn of Satan. We were wrong. He's Satan. Um, so the first time that they've admitted that they're wrong, they're calling him mentally impaired. Biden, on the mm. other hand, no, he's totally fine. But they're saying he might be mentally impaired. Now, here's the statement from Donald Trump that made him say that. Listen. You will have a crash in the markets. 
because he's going to double and triple your taxes. He's going to do things that nobody ever would ever think even possible because he's following the radical left agenda. Take away your guns, destroy your Second Amendment. No religion, no anything. Hurt the Bible, hurt God. He's against God. He's against guns. He's against energy, our kind of energy. Uh, I don't think he's going to do too well in Ohio. <laughs> okay. So, not real eloquent, but that's not what we expect from Donald Trump. But he's right when he says, uh, you know, he's against God. Well, I don't know if he's against. I don't know if he's like in his in his bedroom going, I'll thwart you. But he is in league with the people who are taking away the rights of the religious. He is in league with people who are Marxist, who are anti-God. I don't think that Joe mm-hmm. Biden is anti-God. I, I, I don't know if he even I don't even know if he understands that he's still alive today or <laughs> understands the concept of God at this point. Um, but his policies and the people he surrounds himself will with are you telling me that this movement is not they're burning Bibles uh, in Portland and the left is saying that we're just making this stuff up, that these guys aren't really even there. They're figments of our imagination. I don't know. I think denial of what's going on is kind of anti-science and anti-God. Well, they're myself, backing they're but. backing a movement that is Marxist, anti-God, and anti-family. Thus, anti-God. I'd I'd have to say yes. uh, when you're trying to break up the nuclear family, that's against God's precepts. So, uh, yeah, you can make the case. You make the yeah, case. Yeah, you can actually make the case. You can make the case. But what do I know? I could be dead by I could be dead by Sunday. Um, <laughs> if people don't vote for me for the Radio Hall of Fame, that's what the doctor. That's what I heard the doctor say. So, oh, well, you man. are a doctor, so you probably did actually hear a doctor say it. <laughs> Thank you, Stu. Thank you for pointing that out. Thank you. More evidence. More evidence that you should vote for me for the Radio Hall of Fame. I hate doing that. I hate doing that. Which, but well, uh, he, having threatening, to, threatening, to, death. Yeah, having to tell you the truth right. that I might die if you don't vote for me. <laughs> I I hate to do it. I hate to do it. Now, at but, least if you yeah. die, you won't come into the studio on Monday, right? And infect the rest of us with whatever COVID nineteen stuff you've got running around in your body. I don't so. have any COVID. I, I do not have the vid. Well, Are you going to deny science? Are you going to say that these these highly accurate uh, 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 tests, 99.9% accurate, you're telling me that I can't trust the test? I am going to say there's a chance that you have it anyway. I'm going to say that maybe you get two tests and then come Yeah, yeah one two more negatives. test is good. One, yeah. well, let's, one more. let's do another one. Really? One more test is good? Did yeah, you not say more. earlier really? this week, tests? you said earlier this week that your two weeks of quarantine begin when tanya gets completely better now she wasn't completely better earlier this week so when does that no but these this no this uh, this uh it started two weeks ago uh she got better i i'd say she was better by tuesday you know she was on the mend by by monday she was better by tuesday of this week but it is it's friday but it is yeah it is friday i know yeah i know but 
I'm in quarantine. Yeah. It feels like four weeks. So I've doubled <laughs> the amount of time. Your no, normal life guys, is quarantine. Know, I, I don't know why you're so opposed to quarantine. You'd basically be living it by choice for multiple years. <laughs> is that funny to you, Pat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of uh, <laughs> you, know you know what it is? I'm just, I'm just done with it. I, I mean, I've just done with it. You know, I, I quarantined. I did, you know, did everything I was supposed to do. It's been five months. What has it been? Five months? It feels like five months. Yeah. It is five months. Three months? Yeah. No, it's been five months. It's five yeah. months. It's half a year since I have worked in the studio. Half a year. Well, if a year is 10 months, uh, just, yes, it's half a year, but the year's not 10 months. <laughs> okay, so. I'm going to just. I'm going uh, to. I'm just trying to point so out your faulty math here because it's not been 14 days yeah, either true. yet. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get the vid from you. I don't want the Me Rona neither. from Glenn. And okay, so, well, I won't come in. If everybody's like a baby about it, I won't come in. Well, yeah, I won't we're going to be in. babies no, about I, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, no yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. If 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 nobody wants if nobody wants me in, I'm fine with that. How I long can it. we? I because it. what if no one wants you in for longer two weeks, than a man, couple I'm weeks? Coming in, and I'm going to lick your face in two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. What does your contract run out? What if we don't want you in until then? <laughs> it's my studio. <laughs> I own the studios. How come I'm the only one not working there? It's a fair point. It's a fair point. Uh, so we, now you can come in and we'll stay home. What, all I know is I'm not going to be near you anytime soon. All right. So it'll be two weeks from next Tuesday then. Or it'll be two weeks from right. last Tuesday. No, you're Tuesday. right. Now t- next Tuesday. I think you were right the first time. Uh, it's <laughs> next Tuesday. In fact, when you say next Tuesday, who can even define on which Tuesday that is, right? It could be right. 100 Tuesdays from now. <laughs> because by the time Tuesday rolls around, it won't be the next one. Right. You have it's to wait until that. Eventually, we'll catch up, I think, if we just keep asking ourselves, what's next Tuesday? And then we'll do two weeks from that day. Just keep asking yourself okay. every it makes day. Sense. Pre- it makes perfect sense. I feel, like I'm see- I feel like I'm talking to the teacher's union. <laughs> That's that's what's happening. You guys have joined the teachers union. Mm -hmm. Did you hear that in New York, if they have one case of COVID in a school, they're shutting it down. That's what the teachers unions want. One case, shut it down. My gosh. I mean, that's obvious. (laughs) This is, I fully expect my kids to be home at some point this year for a week or two or who knows, right? Like, I think you have to build that in as a parent going into this year that, you know. It's going to happen. Yeah. One case, I think most, most schools will not close down for one case. However, there will probably be mini outbreaks you know here and there all over the country and you know seven eight kids get it they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna cancel that did you guys see the the latest from the cdc now of the warning for our kids in schools there's some new disease that they're saying is like polio yeah saw that and they're saying that Mm. it will yeah it will paralyze our kids Mm. and uh we should be very aware that this this fall you know our kids could start getting becoming paralyzed you're like wait (laughs) what (laughs) it has nothing to do with covid where did this one come from china what (laughs) when did this one happen what it's funny too because we've heard a lot about these like weird outbreak diseases for kids some of them related to covid some of them not related to covid but the numbers on like overall deaths for kids are way down like way down 
Um, in a, in, now, they're way up for everyone who's not a kid, but they're way down for kids. And, you know, they're trying to figure out, like, what's going on? What's those? Because you know, there's been these these arguments about, like, oh, there's maybe more suicides or more drug deaths or whatever. And they're going through the numbers, and, and under 18, the, the numbers are way, way down. And what they think that the situation is, is number one, like, you know, less people, you know, a big cause for kids to die would be like car accidents. Right. And like those aren't obviously happening nearly as often. But the other thing is, is like parents are home all the time. So it's like parent, you know, kids aren't like, you know, getting under the cabinets and I don't know, guzzling bleach or whatever the hell. Kill- no more po- Tide Pod <laughs> challenges, I suppose. I don't know what could I don't know. Be Can happening. I tell you something? I am about to I'm about to have my teenagers take the the uh, Tide Pod challenge. Right. I mean, <laughs> kids being home after five months, which is not half a year. I just found out. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> you are. You Parents are really starting to say. A Tide Pod. If he doesn't take it, maybe I will. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. Anyone who really knows cooking understands that the tools you use are almost as important as the knowledge of what you're doing. Over the past few months, it has become more and more apparent to me that this is absolutely the case when it comes to grilling, because I am not an outdoor chef. Uh, Although I recently feel like one, every time I take a bite out of something that I prepared on my Rectech, there is something to the marriage of the sturdiness of the great design to the perfection of the smart grill technology that when you're standing over a Rectech, looking at what you've cooked, you're presiding over a work of culinary art. And the best thing about it, for people like me anyway, is that you yourself don't have to be good at cooking to be great with Rectech. It's high-end equipment without the high-end price. It's the last grill you're ever going to want to own. Follow Rectech on all of their social media and sign up for their newsletter. Visit Rectech.com. That's R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. Thomas Massey, how are you? I'm doing great, Glenn. How are you doing? How are you feeling? Uh, I'm I'm feeling fine. I I had all of the symptoms except for a fever. I went and got a test, and I I tested negative. I'm the only one in the family now that hasn't had COVID. Um, but I tested negative. But I think that's because of my my doctor has had me on a aggressive uh, uh, flight of, of, you know, uh, zinc and hydroxychloroquine. As soon as the family got it, I started taking that as well. And he said, we're going to make sure that you don't we don't we done we've done everything we can to make sure you don't get it. And I think it worked. Well, I've got some interesting news to share that nobody knows yet. Uh, I took the covid test, the swab that goes up in your nose. I took that last Friday. But oh, that's also- fun. But I also asked them to draw my blood and do the antibody test. And lo and behold, yesterday, the FedEx guy delivered my results, and I have the antibodies. So that means... So you've had, you've had, had the vid. I've had the Rona, and I have recovered yeah. from it, and I've got three... The titer uh, of my antibodies indicates I have three times the level that's required to donate plasma. So I would happily do that to help uh, wow. anybody I can. But I'm convinced I had it in January. 
I was laid out for four days, no energy. This was the end of the Christmas recess. Uh, a fever, a sore throat. I, I laid on the couch for four days because this was before we knew uh. what Rona was, but I knew I had something and I didn't want to give it to my family. And uh, I went to the doctor. I hadn't been to the doctor for a sickness uh, in like 10 or 15 years. <laughs> That's how sick I have to be to go to the doctor. And I said, look, i got to go back uh. to Congress. Give me whatever you got. And they gave me a, a strong antibiotic shot and an antihistamine, and uh, I, re- I was feeling better within a day. Hmm. You know, the plasma thing is what uh, stopped it in, in Italy. I mean, the, the plasma treatment seems to really work. If Nobody's it, talking about that here. Uh, you know, I've talked to doctors here in Kentucky who used that early on and are convinced that it worked. So yeah. uh, I'm happy to donate my plasma. And I just wanted to share that. I wanted to get out there and, and tell folks about this. So, but let's talk about other stuff. <laughs> yeah, can we talk about what's happening in uh, with the stimulus bill? What, yeah. what, 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 what what's going to happen? Today is the day, right? Today is the day. Uh, you know, they say they'll give us 24 hours notice if they come up with a deal. This is the problem with the swamp, Glenn. There are four or five people writing this bill, and, and in reality, it's probably staff that are doing it. And uh, then we're all going to be called back, given 24 hours to read it, and told to take it or leave it. And then you'll be vilified if you vote against it. In fact, they'll try not to have a vote, but they know that I will force it, so they'll probably go ahead and have the vote. So what are we looking at? thomas and and uh, and how does this end uh, <laughs> how does it, the big end end i mean it ends with the yeah i mean uh, and I nobody mean, loaning us money at the federal government and us printing and hyperinflation that's how it all ends eventually well we, we we don't have to go very far on that right now 95 percent of all of our treasuries that go up for sale are purchased by the fed the biggest buyer in 2020 of of the uh, national debt or anything that we spend has been Jerome Powell. I mean, it's all being purchased by by the Fed right now. You know, you said you hate to call me a Republican. I have some friends who call themselves collapsitarians or accelerationists. (laughs) 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 And and actually, I think they're the party in power (laughs) because. Wow. This is going to accelerate the collapse of the dollar, I believe. And I, I nobody, th- nobody's willing to say that. And all of the signs are there. They're all there. I mean, we, we, we've been downgraded, I think it was by Fitch, uh, not in our actual AAA score, but in our outlook, uh, as I think dangerous uh, was, was the word they used. Um, <laughs> we're printing money. We're borrowing it from the Fed. There's no end of the spending. Uh, China and Russia just hit the point where they can now de-dollarize and not have to worry about it. Uh, they've, they've traded all of their treasuries in except for you know a small number for what each of them held before and they have purchased gold they are already on the move and they are in they're trying to convince others to do a basket of currencies or whatever else which would collapse our dollar and i don't think anybody really understands thomas what that means when that happens i don't think the average person understands collapse of a dollar and what it means let me tell you how unsustainable this is. We're on the path for a $4 trillion deficit this year. I looked it up. The income tax generates $2 trillion. 
So we would have to triple the income tax rate. And that's our biggest source of revenue for the general fund is the income tax. We'd have to triple the income tax rate. If you're paying 25% of your income, you'd have to go to 75% to cover government spending this year. That's, that's assuming that that kind of tax rate didn't kill the economy. So it's just not sustainable. Here's another way of looking at it. There, $4 trillion divided by 435 congressional districts is $10 billion per congressional district. I mean, that's 20 counties in Kentucky are going to have to come up with $10 billion at some point to cover this coronavirus spending. It's just not well, sustainable. It's, it's, it's not going to happen. The dollar will collapse. Tell me what a dollar, a collapse of a dollar looks like to the average person. What does that mean? Well, it's going to hurt the average person more than it hurts the upper class. Oh, yeah. The upper class is not going to they won't feel it. Right. They're hedged. They're, they don't have all their money in dollars and, and uh, they've got hedges against the stock market and everything that they hold. The, the average person is going to see their savings go to nothing if they've got any savings. The retirement income. That's in fixed dollars. Your Social Security is in fixed dollars. They're not going to adjust that for hyperinflation. So that evaporates as well. Since we started this, the dollar has declined in value by 10%. That means if you had $1,000 in the bank, you still ha- it'll still read $1,000, but you only have $900 worth of buying power. And, and people aren't understanding that a 30% drop or more is very possible in you know in the span of a very short period of time where you could lose the buying power of of half of your money that, that's it's depressing that's staggering but uh, but i know you have a lot of depressing topics <laughs> to talk about and i was excited <laughs> well can i to talk about some of the other ones yeah, well, let me talk about let me talk about the swamp, the new uh, HBO documentary that I can't believe is on HBO. Um, <laughs> talk to me a little. Talk to me a little bit about it. Yeah, yeah. So they followed me and Matt Gates and Ken Buck around for a year. We gave them unprecedented access to our staff, to our offices, to our homes. They could have really screwed us on this movie. Uh, and even though uh, when a lot of Republicans watch this movie, they're not going to be happy because it's critical of the president it leans to the left in some ways even though all that's true they really gave us a fair shake they did not distort anything that the three of us said they didn't take our words out of context and it's somewhat of a miracle that this movie is on hbo and uh, all in all i think it's good we did it we took that risk because we needed to get the message out not just to the people watching fox and by the way fox doesn't even cover what's wrong with the swamp uh Mm -hmm. we needed to get it out to a broader audience and they've and i think they've helped us do that Uh, i love your part where you are you're talking about um the capital is the death star and you're you're trying to find the weakness and you end up in the trash compactor yes that's my daily grind (laughs) (laughs) you know there was an exhaust port on the death star and the other analogy right. to the Death Star is they're always wor- they're always working on it in the movies, right? But it's even though it looks like they're working on it, and the Capitol's always got scaffolding on it, right? It's fully functional and capable of destroying happiness anywhere in the universe. Like that describes the Capitol as well as the Death Star. That's really <laughs> that's really sad, isn't it? I mean, it's it really is. crazy. And you know, we were just talking about Joe Biden's. Um, 
sanity. And, you know, I'm not saying that he is, you know, Alzheimer's or anything else. He's just at least having the natural decline that happens to people when they get older. But he is really slipping. He's not going to be the president. And I don't think I mean, if if he would win, he's not going to be running things. And I don't think it'll be the vice president either. Who's actually behind who are you voting for? If you're voting for for uh, uh, Joe Biden, who's running the show? It's going to be the, the people who stay in power, whether it's a Bush or a Clinton or an Obama or a Trump. They're just below the political appointees, and uh, they have the most power because they've been there the longest. And they just expanded that part of the government in the National Defense Authorization Act. They created a cyber czar, a permanent position. In the executive branch, it has 75 full-time uh, equivalent reports who are not political appointees, who, who will decide the cyber policy. Now, they'll say it's for security, uh, but it's going to be – they're going to dictate standards not just for the government but for any company that wants to interact with the government. And so they're going to be the ones perpetuating the back doors and all your software and whatnot. Um, let me let me transition um, to another story that I read uh, that the Intel community will not confirm that congressmen uh, and senators are being surveilled. Let That's me, disturbing. Let me share a personal experience with you on this, Glenn. We went down in a skiff. They called uh, some of us down in a skiff and they said we have uh, reason to believe Another country is trying to basically infiltrate Congress or, or make connections with you all. And while I was sitting there, I realized they are covering their posteriors here. Be mm. I, my suspicion was they are spying on some or all of us in this room, and they want to uh, disclose it without disclosing it. So instead of asking the briefer in that room whether they were spying on me or anybody in the room, I asked the briefer, if you were spying on one of us and one of us asked you if you were spying on us, would you tell us if you were spying on us? <laughs> it could that sent them into a flitter and they, they so got, what did they say? They they got flustered, uh, couldn't complete sentences. I mean it was the body language and then they basically refused to answer the question. Which which is an answering of the question. Okay. Uh, so 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 hang on let me take a break I, I want you to come back and explain what that means um to the average person uh and what it means to you in in congress or the senate or the white house if the intel uh, community is just eavesdropping on everybody you know for their own safety this is the best of the glenn beck program the audio from joe biden from yesterday uh where he was uh, talking to the cbs news reporter and they and they asked uh you know have you had a cognitive test at all listen to this have you taken a cognitive no test? i haven't taken a test why the hell would i take a test come on man that's like come saying on, man you know, before you got in this program if you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not what do you think huh are, are you a junkie what do you say to are President you a Trump, a black who man, brags about his test and makes your mental state an issue for voters. Well, 
if he can't figure out the difference between an elephant and a lion, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Did you watch that? Look, come on, man. I I, I know you're trying come to goad me, but I mean, I'm so forward looking to have an opportunity to sit with the president or stand with the president in debates. There can be plenty of time. And by the way, as I joke with him, you know, I, I shouldn't say it. I'm going to say something I don't. I, I probably shouldn't say. Anyway, yeah. I am. Uh, I am very willing to let the American public judge my physical, and mental, fil- my physical as well as my mental fil- fitness. <laughs> I, you wouldn't believe this if it was written for a movie. You would not believe it. It's it's just remarkable. My mental capacity. <laughs> I mean, at least Woodrow Wilson was in the office before this stuff happened. Uh, you know, this right. is like uh, nobody knew it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is like he's, everyone. Everyone can see this. All Democrats know what's going on here. They all know it. Yeah. The question is, who's really going to be president? Because it's not going to be the vice president. It's really not. Is it Center for American Progress? Who is in charge of the next president? Na, 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 na.